Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking up with day six of our relational reset, unlearning the habits that hold you back devotional. In the Bible app, there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is James chapter 2, verses 12 and 13, and it says this, So whatever you say or whatever you do, Remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. The devotional is titled Surrender Judgment. And it says this, As I often do, I decided one evening to take a peek at social media. Of course, that energy vampire took more time and attention than I intended, and I found myself experiencing a wide array of emotions as I scrolled through my news feeds. I became disappointed and frustrated with friends who held a different view than I did on the hot-button issue of the day. Naturally, I began to type out Facebook replies and tweets. I needed to question some folks and set some others straight. Typing, editing, deleting, many times. Then the Lord spoke to me and reminded me of James 2.13. Mercy triumphs over judgment. To give some context, James writes, Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. To be sure, there will be a judgment day, but today is not that day, and I am not the judge. I do not have to take on every person I disagree with. Rather, I can be merciful, speaking truth in love as the Holy Spirit leads, and not just because I want to or because I think I'm right. I can show mercy rather than judgment. My judgment would not change the positions of the people I love and would only serve to further divide us. Yeah, This is such an interesting topic. Mm -hmm. The way I look at judging others and the way I look at being merciful to others is a lot like I look at generosity. Whenever I'm living under a scarcity mindset, I tend to be more judgmental of people because I myself feel nervous about what I have and I'm afraid to be generous because I I think I'm going to run out. Mm -hmm. But whenever I have an abundance of whatever that may be, food, clothes, money, time, talents, energy, whatever that may be, friendship, then I'm so willing to give because I have more than I need. Mm -hmm. And I look at it the same way with receiving grace from the Lord. Whenever I look back on my life and all the bad things I've done, and I truly receive his grace and mercy over my life and it washes over me, I can't help but just respond to other people with that same mercy that God has first shown me because I know what it was like to be the person in the wrong. And honestly, I still know what it's like to be the person in the wrong a lot of the time. And, but whenever I'm not receiving that mercy from Christ and not asking for his forgiveness, Mm -hmm. I think I'm doing no wrong. Then I'm a lot less willing to show it to other people. Mm -hmm. But that's why I kind of like that analogy of having a generous mindset versus a scarcity mindset. Because putting money aside, when you think about how generous God is with you, with his mercy and with his grace 
and with his forgiveness, I have an abundance to share that with someone else. Yeah, that's so good. And I truly believe that being judgmental to try to get your point across is literally going to do nothing for you whatsoever. So I loved at the very end of it where it's, we're trying to like prove that we're right. And in some way it's like this prideful sense comes upon us like you need to think the way I think and until you do then I'm going to judge you for not thinking that way and the only thing that that does is divide our relationships and so I just it comes back to like this pride issue for me because so often in scripture it says the Lord opposes the proud the Lord opposes the proud Mm -hmm. Like that's a very intense verse. Have and you so, ever went against God in one? No, literally not no. once. Um, and I never will. And so I think that what we need to do is stop looking at other people and look at our own pride. Why do we have to be right? Why do they need to think the way we do? But at the same time, there is a beautiful way to speak God's truth in a loving Mm. way. But guess what, you guys? The best way to show, like when I'm thinking about this, by the way, I'm not really thinking about like hot button political talks and stuff like this. I'm just talking about our Christian walk. The most beautiful way that you can show God's truth is the way you act, the way you live Mm. your life is going to be the most beautiful reflection because your actions speak so much louder than your words do. And so I really encourage you to number one, if you feel that sense of pride rising up, take a look at yourself and first go to God and apologize and ask for forgiveness for the pride Mm -hmm. that you're dealing with. And then two, make sure that your actions are speaking louder than your words. Yeah. And, and I think one last thing before we pray on out is just to remember whose team you're on. Mm -hmm. You're on the Lord's team. How does God feel about this person? Why am I going to work against him? Like that scripture that you were mentioning that God opposes the proud, but shows grace to the humble. It's like, oh, wow. I need to accept a humble role in this situation, even if I am right. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I'm loving well. That way I'm reflecting Christ well. And by the way, I'm not saying that you don't live out truth. I'm right. just saying there's a tactful way to do it that is honoring to God and honoring to that person where they are. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I've been that person. Me I've too. been the person where I've needed people to look at me like I'm a work in progress because I am. Yeah. But if they only looked at me as if I'm supposed to be this like finished product and like it is what it is, that guy can't get any better. Like, no, I would be, I would be yeah. cast aside. Same. But no, people showed me mercy. People helped me along. And now I have a devotional podcast <laughs> with my wife. <laughs> You know, keep in mind, I was a staunch atheist all the way up until age 22, turning 23. Yeah. And so look at us now. Hey. (laughs) You want to praise that out? Praise the Lord for his grace. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today and we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy that you give us without limits, Lord, that when we come to you and we humble ourselves beneath you, God, that you just wash over us with that grace, God, that we just don't deserve. Lord, we thank you for it. Um, There's just not enough words to show how grateful we are to you. Would you help us truly embrace that mercy and grace so that we can extend it to others? And would you help us live out your truth in both our speech and our action? 
Lord, we love you, and we absolutely cannot do it without you and your Holy Spirit in us. We thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Good eye, Mike.